Bonjour! This episode is brought to you by the letter A, as in A. I'm just kidding. That's stupid. I'm dumb. Um, we have a guest today. We recorded live from the Red Lake Nation College. I like to say miigwetch to the uh, Red Lake Nation College for allowing me to use one of their study rooms for today's episode. Um, but today's episode is also brought to you by RC Sounds. Uh, add West Jordan, Dan Jordan, or Mike Needham on Facebook for all their rates with the, uh, they can do dances, uh, powwows, anything in audio. Also brought to you by Ogakening Enterprises, which has a bunch of businesses here for the Red Lake Nation, like uh, the spanking brand new Trading Post, which is like a Walmart, which is pretty awesome. They also have a Subway in there. Get some healthy food on the res now, but they also have a uh, deli section and bakery. Red Lake Nation is moving up in the world. Uh, also brought to you by Res Dog Productions. Also does audio. He did our uh, what, what did we call it? S'mores social gathering by the fire last year, and he did awesome. He played until uh, you know he got tired. You know he he goes and goes. He's like a uh, Something that goes and goes for a long time. I don't know. That was dumb. But, um, yeah, today's episode, we have uh, Bemidji State University Ojibwe language student Serena Graves on the episode today. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, keep on listening. Go to IndianWay.com for my website or at the Johnny R, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or I got uh, JohnnyRComedy.com. Yet I think that's the, yeah that's still legit. I have a show coming up Saturday, February twenty second, my beautiful wife's birthday. I'll be at Cedar Lakes Casino in Cass Lake, Minnesota, with the Res Reporter Rob Fairbanks and Tanya Joe Hall, also known as Auntie Beatrice. So that place is gonna be packed, and we're gonna rock the shit out of it. Well, not literally, but you know whatever. So uh. Check out the new episode, Serena Graves. Uh, hopefully we have some more guests coming up this week. Uh, miigwech. Finally, after what, 15 minutes of messing around, but uh, bonjour, welcome to the uh, Indian Way Podcast with Johnny R. I'm your host, Johnny R, obviously, and today we have uh, probably our third guest ever, one, two, three, fourth guest ever, Miss Serena Graves of uh, Bemidji State University, a future educator, mm-hmm. right? Okay. All right, well, just uh, introduce yourself, what you're doing, where you're going, what's happening, all that good stuff. Alright, so I am a junior at Bemidji State and I'm minoring in Ojibwe language. I have about 15 credits left before I graduate. Um, what else? What else? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm a teaching assistant for 
Anton Schroyer for elementary algebra one and two at Bemidji State, and I do intro classes with the other professor at Bemidji State, Nikki Michael. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Okay, cool. And there's your uh, Instagram handle there. If you guys mm-hmm. want to add her up, is that the cool, what the cool kids say? Add. Yeah. All. Follow. Follow that. There it is. Showing my age here. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I I tried to go back to school in uh, the fall semester, and it didn't really work out for me. Then after I started thinking about it, you know, I get home every night, you know, five, six o'clock. House full of kids, raising hell, running all over, fighting, kicking, you know, mm-hmm. res kids, mm-hmm. little roughnecks. And I was thinking, man, what was I even thinking going back to trying to go back to school? Because my only quiet time is like from 9 to 11 at night. Mm-hmm. And by then I'm already tired and I really didn't have any time for reading or yeah. studying. And I I winged it for as long as I could mm-hmm. and I just, I just ran out of gas. I, yeah. I can't do it anymore. So what is it like for, um, you graduated high school when? Uh, how am I making my age now? <laughs> Aging you, yeah? Um, 2012. Okay. So, eight, uh, I Eight took, years ago. Oh my God, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 26 for me this year, so. Oh my God, that's how old I am. Shut up. Oh, yes. You are not. I am, I'm 26. Ugh. Okay, now so I feel So when I was old. born, 94. Oh yeah, 94 warriors. Yeah. All comes back. (laughs) Um, Circle of life. Yeah, I graduated in 2012 and then I moved to Minneapolis for a couple of years and I don't even know what the hell I was doing, but um, then I started at the University of Minnesota in the Twin Cities and I took an immersion course down there and um, then I don't know, I just fell in love with language learning and I've just been going at it for the last three years and Mm -hmm. went to Minneapolis Community College because nobody would accept me and um, had a really bad GPA from Red Lake and my ACT score was terrible. So I, um, all of my Accuplacer scores and everything was so low that I had to get put in 800 level classes and then mm-hmm. work my way back up. So, But I don't know, I'm a straight A student so now, so anybody can do it if I can. <laughs> nice. Yeah. See, that, that's a thing uh, a lot of these Red Lake students need to realize, even though they... A lot of them uh, don't put the best effort in that mm-hmm. high school up here, mm-hmm. and they think once they they get out of Red Lake or if they even finish Red Lake, there's nothing they can really do but play, mm-hmm. you know, um, work at the casinos or you know, whatever yeah. they do. And it's just uh, mostly the effort. You know, you worked hard to find out what you were going to be good at, and you just went mm-hmm. for it. And that's what a lot of these kids don't don't see because not a lot of Red Lakers get out there and are able to find out what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it took you a couple of years to you know, get to where you are. Mm-hmm. Which it, yeah, it's but it was mainly the language that I was so excited about, and I knew that I wanted to go to school for the language, not just to go. So I think, you know, I think it's a lot of responsibility to put on not just Red Lake students, but any students at 18 to be like, figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. I didn't know. I just when I think my brother Byron got me a job at like Sprint, and I was just like kind of working random jobs until I started learn. I started wanting to learn the language a little bit, and um, then I was like, "All right, this is what I want to do. I want to go get my degree so I can like teach in Red Lake and like do that." But 
if it wasn't for like wanting to learn the language, I probably wouldn't have ever gone the route that I went. Mm. And I think it's all it's not right to be like at 18 years old, you have to go to school and figure out what you're going to do because it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So what um, what pushed you towards learning the language? Um, when my nephew Aaron White was sick, I remember he. Um, at his funeral, I, I've talked about this like on other places, but he, um, his spiritual advisor was Anton Troyer, and I just remember feeling like really sad because I couldn't figure out like what was being said about, um, you know, like these teachings that they were saying and like everything that they're saying the language because I spoke Ojibwe for so long and I was just like couldn't even make out any words and um, and then I was like, wow, what can I do? And so. That's why I got enrolled in that immersion course like a year and a half later. And then after that, I just kind of got, I started picking up mentors along the way and everybody started being like, Alina, and you know, you can um, learn the language too. And But it was hard when I first started learning the language because my dad didn't speak. You know, my mom can understand a lot because she went to a lot of ceremonies. Yeah. But I don't have any family members that speak the language fluently so I've never heard it so it was really like ground zero like starting from nothing um, so it was like really challenging to be like oh I'm going to go learn and then be like I've never heard it out loud yeah. you know? so so yeah that's kind of why I started and kind of how it was starting to get difficult right away until today even still mm. so. okay yeah. so that your um, goal is to teach the language come back to Red Lake teach the language and then maybe college professor or what are you I don't know I'm just trying to finish undergrad right now. Um, I know I got a little ways to go with um, language learning. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm at a really good point where I can understand a lot. And, um, you know, I go out to ceremony at my uncle and auntie's um, lodge in Turtle Mountain. And so I pray in the language. I can understand a lot of it, but I'm still kind of like got that stage right where I'm scared to speak back. And so I think I'm going to go to OOG and it's a program. At Fond du Lac, it's an adult immersion program, and um, you leave your phone at the door, and you don't speak English. So I think that mm-hmm. is really the next step to get real. And um, so yeah, I'm just kind of focusing on that right now. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I when I first started at BSU almost 20 years ago, I I did the Ojibwe the full year, mm-hmm. first full year elementary Ojibwe, and I got to a point where I could I couldn't really couldn't really understand everything but I could pick words mm-hmm. that I understood and then I could put you know figure out what they were talking about and I lost that after I think maybe two years later and I was kind of upset with myself not getting that far and but now I'm still trying to trying to figure it out I hear words I'm still trying to you know build up on what I'm hearing and but um remember I aced my first semester mm-hmm. with Tony so yeah. Oh, really? He was your first. Yeah, I think it was his first year there, first or second, because he came from Wisconsin, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think he was like there for four years and he's been back here. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, it's hard to learn in a classroom too, because you need you need straight up immersion. You can't really learn the language unless you're like in immersion. But when I was working at Little Earth, I worked at um that immersion school down there, and that was my first real experience um, in an immersion setting where I was like in real time. And that was really like, holy shit, I don't even know, no. like, I can't even keep up. And then I, I started 
being able to conduct circle time in the language and then I could do like a couple more things in the language and then I started building from there but before then I just I was only in the first two years or the first two semesters of elementary Ojibwe then I started working out with Choye and um that was really when everything got really I was like all right this is for real like I want to do this type of work so okay all right um you mentioned your your nephew Aaron and you come from probably a uh I don't know, we'll call it a basketball family in Red Lake. Mm-hmm. You know, your brothers both went. Byron went to state two years, one year? I think it might be 99. Um, I don't know, but probably. Oh, yeah, you I were believe. just a baby, huh? <laughs> That's right. I think he graduated in 2000. Mm-hmm. I think it was in kindergarten he graduated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you were. When's your birthday? It was last Saturday. Last Saturday. Yeah. So you were just born when I was in my senior year. Yeah. No, I was probably just. A, I was born in February, so he must have been almost out of high school. Wow. Well, how old is Jaden? She's eighteen. Oh, yeah. She'll be nineteen in August. Oh. <coughs> so. Yeah. So Grace is at Valparaiso. That's good. That's going good. I'm really happy she transferred. Yeah. I think we all kind of are, you know, because it was such a good. She's so much more comfortable playing at Valparaiso, and you can kind of see yeah, like, their stat yeah. line and just how she moves. And, yeah. Um, but Denver was a really, really nice school. I really liked mm-hmm. that place, and then Byron lives there. And so. Oh, he's still out there, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I missed him when I was out there. I think it was last October. Mm-hmm. We just kept missing each other, and but I wanted to get back. I like Denver. That, yeah. that my Uber driver is trying to convince me to move out there. <laughs> she said, it's really expensive, but so beautiful. And <laughs> so I don't know. So that's when I, probably the only place that I ever considered moving of all the traveling I've done. Mm-hmm. Denver, I like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, Grace Valparaiso, um, she's injured right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she has she's a junior. junior. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I know it's going by quick. Yeah, that is. It seems like a couple of years ago they were in state. They went to state in seventeen, and then last year. Yeah, the year okay. after she. Yeah. Or, yeah, whenever Angel was in. Yeah, last year. Or the year before? I don't know. These kids are just growing so fast. But. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, educator, the IG and all that stuff. The cool kids say IG. But um, I wanted to say, you know, I've been doing comedy for 10 years now, and it's kind of hard to get a... Um, like a following mm-hmm. what I'm doing but then you guys came down when I was at the Mall of America I think that was like six years ago or so seven, seven years mm-hmm. ago you, Byron um, was it Ashley mm-hmm. and uh, is it your nephew Joe mm-hmm. he showed up there and it seems like every time I go down there I have like a bunch of people, yeah come on down or yeah we'll be there show just let me know when you're going to be in but nobody mm-hmm. ever shows up but you guys did and I'm finally starting to get a get a little following and mm-hmm. so you guys are my first real group of bros to show up oh, really? at a, wow. not at a far away show but you know <laughs> so yeah i'll always remember that you guys are oh, yeah. guys are there yeah. cheering me on i don't remember what i said but yeah so yeah did you like going to bsu did you learn anything i learned a lot yeah. right away i was like holy fuck this is like <laughs> everything is like way over my head yeah, i, I yeah. felt kind of uh, uh uh it seemed like every class i had there should have been like like, I missed a class before that. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the f-? I mean, like, you guys just dove right in, and everybody in the class was just contributing, contributing. Mm-hmm. I just 
was going off what uh, what I hear on Joe Rogan, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And nothing I really read in books mm-hmm. or anything, but yeah. it's you know I, I was amazed by all the the how everybody contributed just like that. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. you guys are like real adults. Like a real adults. Yeah, that's not like you. <laughs> yeah, that, like I'm I'm still trying to figure stuff out myself, and you guys are just all mm-hmm. in and. Like man, I'm I don't belong. <laughs> I don't belong. I'm I'm a professional bullshitter. I gotta be, I gotta be out on the road, not in classrooms, man. I know it was funny when you were in groups with us and you were like, you're acting like you're reading. I was like, I wonder if he's reading. I was not reading. I was like, fuck, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, it just got overwhelming, and then I got my uh, my um, diagnosis, my mm-hmm. type two diagnosis, and that kind of freaked me out for about a month, mm-hmm. and then I finally started going work out and running and all that stuff and mm-hmm. how's that going it, it's going pretty good i feel mm-hmm. comfortable now i'm not uh, i'm not as because you know red lake and diabetes you see people in wheelchairs and mm-hmm. amputees at young ages like i had an uncle who was like that he had both legs and a hand mm-hmm. amputated and that's that's what i thought right away and i'm like fuck man i'm not gonna Took me about a month to mm-hmm. get out of that funk and just try and get out and do something, and I finally did. And started to feel good, you know. I'm trying to make my wife touch my muscles every day, but she don't <laughs> want to. So, but oh, yeah, today I worked out today. Good. Well, I had to take last week off because I had acute bronchitis, and mm-hmm. I still got my cough a little bit. But mm-hmm. I've been been doing it pretty regularly since December. So, mm-hmm. That's good. figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Life, man. Yeah. Well, did she support you? Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. I just wish she would touch my muscle more. <laughs> <laughs> Someday she will. Yeah. But so, what else are you up to besides? Um. Well, right now I'm still trying to do my uh, the comedy. I'm sending out. They call it sending avails to comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. If you can use me, so I've been sending those out. And I've got my show coming up Saturday and. Hopefully, um, I can get some of uh, Tanya and Rob's crew, yeah, <laughs> spotlight and throw it on me a little bit. And yeah. I'm like, I, I seem like I'm kind of right in the middle because, mm-hmm. like, all the native comedians, you know, mm-hmm. do the native, uh, like, you know, I don't want to uh, make it sound like I'm throwing shade or whatever, mm-hmm. but you know, the natives have their side, and then the not mainstream, but like the Let's say white comedian, mm-hmm. African American, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like right in the middle mm-hmm. because it seems like I'm not native enough for these guys, mm-hmm. and I'm not mainstream enough for these guys because mm-hmm. I don't. You know, like everything I said, you know, I taught myself podcasting and mm-hmm. video production, and mm-hmm. pretty much teach myself comedy too. You know, just a lot of reading, like all my family life. I talk about, and I'm starting to get the feeling that. Uh, all my social media outposts outputs are kind of uh, interfering with my ability to <laughs> to be accepted in Red Lake because because you your enrollment posts. And- no, well, it's not that, but like all my um, everything I talk about online. My wife was telling me, you know, a lot of people take everything you say seriously. Like you really, like I'm trying to divide people, but those are just my thoughts. I'm just trying to have fun, be funny. Yeah, and I remember one time. Um, there was a lot of, uh, uh, I forgot. It's my, um, when I say, when I'm chairman, that pisses a lot of people off. Oh, I thought it was funny. Yeah, like, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. right. A lot of people don't have our, our sense of humor. So, so, what do you think about the, um, the 1200 applicants getting approved? 
I was, man, I'm all for it. I remember, uh, you know, the main argument that I really like is, um, I think Tom Barrett brought it up at the meeting and then Sam brought it up in October when they first passed a resolu- resolution, is that it's going to bring more educators, more speakers, more, uh, uh, a lot of these kids are growing up here and they're, they're positive influences on the community and that's what we need right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people are talking about, you know, the resources are scarce and the fishing and hunting and all that and the payment that I don't even pay attention to and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody thinks that everything's going to be taken away. You know, they think the fish are, the fish are all going to be gone because everybody's going to be out there fishing and, but I think, I think it's positive that we, and it was a 10% Increased by 10% at last. What do you think about the negative comments about it? Have you seen them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's The main thing about Red Lake is uh, uh, being educated on the issues instead mm-hmm. of just going off. Because uh, I know there's a lot of, lot of uh, ill-informed posts out there that people were liking and mm-hmm. jumping on and all that stuff. And it's just, uh, we got to hear both sides, you know. <laughs> just hear both sides because I, I think it, it is it is a positive for uh, the Red Lake Nation to grow. You know? Yeah. Because if we if we got into a battle with like White Earth or Cass Lake, we need like warriors, you warriors. Know, like an army. Straight. Yeah. Army. You don't you don't think about that. You, you know? don't think about the wars we might get into. Like yeah, like co- co- what is it called? Coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, we could have people all at the borders. No, mm-hmm. you can't come in. Yep. Like Roger Duterte and that. Whenever. Yeah. yeah. We shut everything down and. I'm still. Wait- Are we still boycotting Bemidji? Because I remember they were trying to do that before, and because of the Beltrami County not allowing immigrant or refugees. Oh my God! I was actually listening to some native lady tell me a whole story about this, and I was like, "Wow, that's a good point." I never thought about it. She was like, "Beltrami County has like the highest rate of foster care in the United States." Mm-hmm. Beltrami County does, and why would we at any point think about bringing um, immigrants here? We have these children that need our help first these native children mm. and it was a native lady saying that so I was like I don't know some of this stuff is really touching and I'm not yeah. mature enough to yeah. know where to kind of be um, but I was like wow that's really good I'd never thought about it like that because mm. our foster care system is so we have a lot we have the most native kids in the system out of any county yeah. and the, it's kind of scary All and right. then to bring that in it's just kind of like well I do see the other side of it from a native perspective mm-hmm. um, but it's a touchy issue too but yeah, with the enrollment, I was like, I I think a healthy dialogue on both ends is like a good yep. thing. I think we we even if you disagree, you need to like explain why and mm. stuff like that. So I don't know. I think it's a good thing, but yeah. But I, one thing is that with the resources and stuff, I a lot of people need to know how to fish. Mm-hmm. People need to know how to like you know do the stuff where our resources yeah. can be used. And I don't know if a lot it would take a lot of money for. Um, you know, Chamuk to come up here and do all that. It would take a lot of money for them to invest in taking away resources, and I think somebody would find out by then. So that type of argument is really good to be, like, saying, like, how you feel, but also, you know, it's it's a back-and-forth discussion. Mm -hmm. But I wish, you know, I I think that even though healthy dialogue is, like, you know, really important, um, also... There's zebra mussels that were found in North, in like Upper Red, Upper Red, and like we're facing a Ojibwe language, you know, endangerment stage in the mm-hmm. linguistic world. So it's like, why aren't we up in arms about that yeah. instead? 
because that's like some real but I understand um, it is kind of a scary concept I think that the um, there could have been a little bit more education on the topic um, you know put out as far as like this is what would happen if we had new members you know a little yeah. bit more of like concrete stuff for people to read and I think that's kind of where the where it kind of people are like I'm for it but I don't know like what yeah. is happening yeah. after that so yeah. I still have a, a few questions about that too but you know my mom's on the enrollment committee and it you know I get all my information from her so I'm mm-hmm. still trying to figure out but I didn't get bumped up but I get oh, bumped you didn't? I did. <laughs> well, my mom, um, she's half Red Lake because she's got a, her dad was a full-blood White Earth mm-hmm. and full-blood Red Laker, and she was supposed to get bumped up, but she wasn't born here. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, is that what it is? Yeah, because I think she was in, born in South Dakota on a vacation or something. And oh, is that what it, what it was? Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, so. Like, See, those are the questions I need answered because... Mm-hmm. I want to be full blood too, you know. Yeah, why wouldn't you be missing like, out? Giant. Yeah. yeah. So I'm three quarter Red Lake and a quarter Whiter. Oh, so. are you not enrolled in Whiter? Mm-hmm. Dang, you could have been like West. No. Darn. Is he dual, enrolled in here? Dual citizenship. I don't know. You can never believe what he says on Facebook. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not taking anything he says, but yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, educator, you know, proud of you for. Uh, Red Lake Warrior out there doing good for the people. Next thing you know, you'll be chairman, chairperson, chairwoman. I don't know what to say anymore. I don't know what to say. I'll be... No. I kind of want to work for, like, something in the state to try to come and change policies up here because it... Well, not here, but, like, the state um, curriculum because I'm just so confused why we don't have... What we were learning about in Ojibwe history, Mm -hmm. why that's not... A standard thing that these kids at Red Lake yeah. are learning about. Yeah. Like, oh, excuse me. people don't know. Like, these children aren't learning about treaties and mm-hmm. what what the history of Minnesota is. Most people, you know, I didn't know that until I got into like third year of college. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like if we could do what Montana did, where it's like Native American studies for all, and like K through twelve have like, um, you know, like a set thing of not just the trail of tears and. A bunch of like, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but more like positive things and for people to be proud of and see kids have more to mm-hmm. look at for curriculum that's kind of what I want to do long term okay. honestly but we'll see where nice politics alright yeah alright I think that's all I got anything you want to promote anything you're doing you're I got, I got you're nothing. just I just one of those nothing. students that are day to day <laughs> Standing there getting in the way like me. But yeah. Alright, that's all I got. Me Gucci for coming on. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.